A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey everyone, what's happening? Welcome to Mates TV. I am Mates. Um, so Liverpool played Manchester United. Mohamed Salah scored an injury time goal, and then this happened. <laughs> We're gonna win the league. See, it's contagious. It's contagious. Hope, happiness, positivity, contagious things, which we very easily forget in this very, very negative society that we live in these days. Right, let's talk about it because I've seen some some up and down reaction to it, to be perfectly honest. Is it a guarantee of something that's going to happen? No. Should it be treated as some form of gospel speak, like this is a message sent back from the future to tell everyone that this is what's going to happen? No, this is just something that happens in football. Yeah, yeah, very much. It's the reason why you can be winning a third round tie and sing, tell me ma, I'm going to Wembley, or we shall not be moved with a team that's going to win the FA Cup. You just do. When you're behind your team, you get swept up in it. It is more a statement of intent than it is a, let's say, a, yeah, a, a, a unequivocal set in stone thing that is definitely going to happen. Even though, based on how Liverpool season's gone so far, it, it, it's pretty much as close as you're going to get to it. The thing I find funny around all this is the reaction. And a lot of it, it's the reaction from, from other fans. And sometimes it's the reaction from, from Liverpool fans. And I, I was on a, a Redman show this week. And I, I basically called everyone who's not prepared to sing it a massive shit out. And I'm not saying that's not true. Um, but look, there's, there's people who've got anxieties and all that fine. They're perfectly entitled to them. I think we've got an issue on the flip side of it. The people who are... Who are, who are lying in wait, there'll be loads of like little weirdos who are desperate to clip stuff up. I've seen... Chris Page match reaction clips um, being taken and put on Twitter and all. and some of it's because he, he really goes big on on Gunnar Solskjaer and I've seen Man United fans going hey, he's right but in other respects people are using it to bank in this stuff because well listen if it all goes tits up I want to be ready I want to be ready with the freshest memes I want to be ready with the freshest banter to throw in the faces of Liverpool fans and that's a real concern. Not that I'm scared that that's what's going to happen. I'm just, I just think it's a real concern for those people and the fact that 
look, the mums and dads have got these little fucking aliens living in their houses and they're probably going to be there for a very, very long time, you know, sweating up the place with their virginal juices. Um, <laughs> well, I think it's funny because what's happened in the way that we talk about football and the, 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 the modern football narrative, everything is just future ammunition to bash your rivals and what have you with. So you're not allowed to enjoy it in the moment. And what's being said is when some a football fan says something or a collection of football fans do things, particularly in, the, in these kind of things like making prognostications, it's seen as gospel. It's not gospel. It's just, it's just a song. Just people enjoying themselves. Football's supposed to be fun. And that's why the contagion factor is big. You're meant to get swept up in things. And I think we, we're living in a world now, because of likes of VAR, you know, you've now got people who are scared to celebrate. You've got people who are terrified of throwing themselves in. And if you've got anxieties around saying, we're going to win the league, then fair play. Absolute fair play. But it's not a song that you can sing when it's won, first and foremost. And people say, well, you've got to wait. You've got to wait for a point. You've got to wait for a point. <sighs> On this particular instance, I would say definitely not something that was chosen. It's not like there was a button that got pushed and, and everyone collectively got together and loomed over this button and went, are we doing this, lads? Are we doing this? Is, are, we gonna, are we all going to press it? Right, I want a show of hands from everyone. You, Teddy, Teddy there in 304. Are you, are you happy to press the button? You're not. Sorry. Sorry, 12,499 other people in the cop. Um, Ted, Teddy's not having it. Terry's not having it, so we're not seeing it. Doesn't happen that way. It's a raw outpouring of emotion. People got swept up into it, and it was great. It was one of the reasons that's why we go to football because that football's meant to be fun. It's meant to be enjoyable. And for me, if you're not prepared to throw yourself into it, if you're not prepared to commit to it, you are a shit house. And maybe football's not for you. And we've been. We're... The problem we've got is we're conditioned to think the football's dead serious and it's dead important, and it's not. It's a game. It's a game. It's a big game, and we've also got this. The Bill Shanker thing. It's not. A, it's not a matter of life and death. It's more important than that. It's a great saying. It's a great thing to put on posters and t-shirts and murals and you know harp on, on documentaries about it. It's a great sentiment. But even Bill Shanker, I'm sure he would have admitted saying it with a little bit of tongue in cheek. You know, this is a guy who said that if Everton were playing at the bottom of his garden, he'd draw the curtains. Same fella took the piss, enjoyed life. Uh, he got what he was talking about. Look, it, this is what I say. There's a if you can't throw yourself into something, if you can't 100 commit to it, I, I don't get. I don't get what the point is, and it is the problem. Is you're left with the world of when can you? When can you be up? When can you be celebratory? When can you enjoy the football? Because you could you could draw this back down to a point of. Are you even allowed to celebrate goals? You've got to. You've got to be able to throw yourself in at any given moment. You've got to find enjoyment in football. And again, because we're football coverage is so po-faced all the time, it's serious men in serious expensive suits talking serious business about who's to blame for things not going right. They don't sit there and celebrate the, 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 the good. They don't sit there and go, I got these lads are really good at football. There's a reason they're playing at a Premier League level. That should be that should be Lord and Michael. No, you just got a bunch of grumpy, grumpy, miserable old dickheads in studios telling you the football should just horrible and shit and, and, and telling you why your players that plays that you like aren't very good and why your football team's not very good and everything that they're doing wrong. Ugh, it's just boring. It's so shit and boring. 
have fun at the football. It's the only advice you have fun in life. I've got to have fun. There's loads of really shit serious things happening in the country right now, and I'm not even going to dive into it because fucking. <laughs> but you've got to pay your council tax, and you've got to go and do your, the weekly shop, and you've got to have food on your table, and you've got to make sure that your kids have got fucking shoes that haven't got holes in them. You've got to make sure that your roof isn't leaking. You've got to make sure that your car's got fueling it you're going to make sure you can uh, you don't get run over when you're crossing the street you've got all these things to fill your head on a day-to-day -day basis football's meant to be escapism and now look if you're into it now on the flip of this if you're into it needing football to be the thing that solves all the problems in your life that's just as bad as, as, as the other end of the spectrum what you've got to do is you've got to find your moments throughout it because look if you want to hinge your happiness on success in football, you're on a hiding to nothing. I can tell you that for nothing. Like I've just constructed uh, 10 to 12 years of my life covering Liverpool Football Club, and I've gone through some of the worst times in, in Liverpool history. You know, the, the most barren spell Liverpool ever had in terms of trophies, pretty much in its 125 plus years of, of history. So I thought when Liverpool were going to win a trophy, that was going to be it for me. That was going to be some sort of spiritual moment. Completed it, mate. Great, great big full stop, big stamp, done it, sitting it, you know, marvelling it. And there was certainly a little bit of that with Liverpool in the European Cup, but it wasn't some life-defining moment. It was just a, another high point. It was a higher point than most points. And those high points exist in football in every single 90 minutes. It's just about identifying them and making a point and going out of your way to enjoy them to the best of your ability. And that doesn't have to be winning a trophy. Look, that's, that's what footballers' ambitions are all about. It's got nothing to do with us. We just we have to go there week in, week out. If you truly support your team, if you're truly passionate about your football club, you'll go there whether they win trophies or not. And the vast majority of football teams do not win trophies on a regular basis. So that can't be something that you hinge your happiness on. You've got to find it in the, in the small things, in the small moments. Uh, crunching tackles, big headers, nutmegs, a wonderful piece of skill, a great touch, a goal, the stuff that we go there for, a fucking goal, a great save, a goalkeeper running the length of the pitch to knee slide in front of a centre forward. These are the moments we go to football for. These are the moments we need to grab onto. What we need to do as football fans is stop worrying about perception, stop worrying about how we're perceived, particularly by fans of other football clubs. <laughs> To them, you know, to me, to everyone, because it doesn't matter. If you can throw yourself in, if you're getting something from it, then take that thing that you're getting from it and hold it tight and share it with the closest loved ones to you, share it with your fellow fan and all that, because what's the point otherwise if you can't get those enjoyments out of football? Football just simply isn't for you. There is no ultimate winner in football. Nobody gets to the end of a season and goes, there we go, lads, done. The winner of football is Liverpool Football Club. You get the bragging rights for all eternity, forever and ever and ever. Amen. Good night. Thank you very much. Here's the cricket. It doesn't work like that. It's always going to go in cycles. So, you know what? Take the piss out of your rival while you can. Enjoy the goals. Enjoy the, the nutmegs. Enjoy the crepe turns. Enjoy the bit of silverware that you do collect along the way. Enjoy grabbing onto the person next to you. Enjoy 
the songs that you sing and the limbs that you threw about the place because everything is cyclical in football. Your highs don't last forever the same way your lows don't last forever. So you can only take the enjoyment that is there presented in front of you at any given moment. That's why we're into it. And if you're not into that, and if you're not prepared to throw yourself into it to enjoy it, then I say, I say it again, maybe it's not for you. Personally, I am going to sing every song. I'm going to add every ball. I'm going to, I'm going to do everything I possibly can between now and the end of the season because it will never be better than this as a Liverpool fan. And if I can't enjoy this now, when the fuck am I meant to enjoy it? And if you feel that way too, drop a like on this video. Subscribe to the channel. And if you want more from me, I've got a Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash mate. It helps support this. It helps support me do the channel. If you're like me and you want more from me, just more interaction, more behind the scenes stuff, then head over there. It's a big thing uh, and it does help massively. But other than that, thank you very much, everyone. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Hope you're having a wonderful season. Even if your team's not great, I hope you're enjoying little parts of it. Let me know your favourite parts of the game, even the most random things that you most enjoy in the comments below. And I'll see you all soon. Subtle results, still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.